Becky Jones and welcome to my podcast, Living Life Being Human, the number one podcast for anxiety, stress and mental health support. Don't forget to click subscribe to be notified of my latest podcast episodes. And if you get any value from this podcast, please support me by leaving a review. It really does help me out and it motivates me to keep making these podcasts. You can connect with me on social media at Jackie Jones Coaching, or you can subscribe to my YouTube channel to get weekly videos all around anxiety, stress and mental health. I really hope you enjoy this episode. Hi, welcome back to the next episode of the Living Life in Human podcast with me, Jackie Jones, your host. Don't forget to leave me a review and um, yeah, subscribe, follow. I think it's follow now, isn't it? You need to follow me. You can listen to this podcast on iTunes, Spotify, um, all the, the major streaming places. You can also catch this on my YouTube channel if you like watching videos as opposed to listening on podcasts. But either way, subscribe and leave me a comment because it just encourages me to continue following on from the last podcast we all need a little bit of recognition we all need a little stroke when I talk about strokes I think it's worth me just mentioning that I'm talking about psychological strokes as opposed to physical touching strokes um, and those strokes can be both positive and negative positive reinforcement negative reinforcement kind of like the the carrot and the stick metaphor that we use when we were growing up but whatever, if I get feedback and it's not just crickets, it really does encourage me to keep making these podcasts because just like everybody else, I get blocks, I get stuck. Thinking about things to, to, to comment on or to, to talk about in these podcasts and on these um, YouTube videos, it can be quite difficult sometimes. I would much prefer to answer questions. If somebody's got a question that they want me to answer, I can talk for England about that. But when I'm searching and plucking random things out of the atmosphere to talk about, it does become quite difficult. So ask me as many questions as you want. And I could maybe do a, just ask Jackie for a month and answer as many questions in short little bursts. Um, obviously, I will keep it confidential. But yeah, I want to mix it up a little bit. Anyway, regardless of all of that, this is Time for Change Part 2. We touched on this on the last one where... I spoke a little bit about getting some clarity where you want to be. What is it? What is it that you want to change? Getting out of that habitual behavior that we just replay over and over again without it kind of being in our consciousness. Sometimes we just feel like it happens. We just fall into certain behavior and it's not really a conscious decision. So I'm going to follow on from that. One of the things that I think we all do to a certain extent as human beings is categorize ourselves. We like to, to put ourselves in little boxes. What, what kind of a person am I? You know, how did I get to be where I am? Labels and limiting beliefs. You know, yes, I can do that. Oh, heaven forbid, if ever I had to do that, there's no way. Why not? The, the only... The only blocks and the only limits that we have are the ones that we put in, in front of ourselves, basically. It's kind of like we build a brick wall through our limiting beliefs, through our life scripts, which I'm going to talk about in a little bit. And then we wonder why we can't get through it and why everything is a struggle. The reality is we put it there ourselves. And when we, we really truly understand that, it kind of just fades away. It's like an, an imaginary glass ceiling or an imaginary, you know, 
wall in front of us that we can see through it. We can see all the good stuff on the other side, but it's kind of like something out of a movie where we just smack into a plate glass wall and we can't get through it. That's our limiting belief. That's the story that we've made up about ourselves. That's the decisions that we've made. We did that and we can re-decide something. There's a wonderful form of therapy called redecision therapy where basically it's based all around this. It's going back to early decisions that we made and making a new decision. And when we get to grips with that, when we truly understand how that all works, life becomes so much easier. One, we're consciously aware of what we're doing. Two, we take responsibility for our actions and our limiting beliefs and the blocks that we put in our place. And when we take responsibility for them, as in Jackie takes responsibility for where she is in her life, as opposed to blaming at my past or shaming somebody that they've made me do this. It's their fault that I'm in the situation that I am. When we truly take responsibility for it, we suddenly realize that actually the world is my own. There is nothing I cannot do. It's about whether I choose to do it. So you might find that some of the language that I use is a bit hypocritical and contradictory sometimes. I want to give myself permission to just run with these podcasts because, you know, I'm just a human being like everybody else. Sometimes I feel like I need to do things. Sometimes I feel like I should do things. That's all my parental messages in my brain. I've got them just like everybody else. And sometimes they pop out. Sometimes I open my mouth and my parents pop out of it that's fine I'm not going to beat myself up over that the difference may be between where I am in my learning process and where maybe you are in yours because that's the only difference between me and you is I've maybe been on this road a little bit longer than you is that I'm aware when I'm doing it as soon as I start to use words like I need I should you know and there's a feeling of blame and shame there I know I'm not in my here and now and sometimes I don't want to be in my here and now. If I'm feeling, you know, a bit woe is me and the world is all against me, then I just run with it. But I know I'm not going to stay there. I know eventually I will run out of steam being negative and I will get back on the escalator and my state of mind will come up just like yours does. That's the only difference between me and you. I can know how the process works. So I want to give you permission to to constantly explore this. Go back and listen to some of my earlier podcasts. Watch some of the videos. Join me over on Facebook on Jackie Jones Coaching. I've got an open page that you can watch videos that I go on quite regular. I've got a closed group that's called the Living Life Being Human. It's a private Facebook group and I go in there regular. People ask questions. Just explore this. It doesn't need to be hard work. It's just an exploration of what it is to be a human being. Um, it's based on the three principles and also I've got my transactional analysis background underneath it as well. So there's lots of psychological mumbo jumbo that I talk a lot about because I am passionate about mental health. And, you know, I, I see my job is, is to serve other people. If I can help and support anybody, then I will do that. Yes, it's my job. Yes, I get paid as a, a, a you know, a psychotherapist in private practice. People come to see me one to one. 
well, when I say they come to see me, it's actually all online. We're not face to face anymore. But, you know, I work with people in different ways. I work with them one on one, as in a 50 minute psychotherapy session. I work in groups. I do free stuff online. I offer my services to lots of different other groups that I think might be helpful. I'll go in there and I'll do a quick 10, 15, 20 minute video and answer questions. I'm I'm not about keeping what I know to myself I think part of my job ethically is to help and support as many people as I can and unfortunately there's a lot of people out there that might need support that can't afford the one-to-one support that I offer they need to be part of a group or they need low level support that maybe doesn't take a lot of time that they can dip in and out of which is why I offer the tribe which is just five pound a month you can find information on any of my stuff by going on livinglifebeinghuman.com I've got my one-to-one therapy on there I've got the courses that I run I've got the six weeks course that I do I've got a membership I've got a membership to a really low level it's literally it's five pound a month that people can go in there I do a live zoom the last Wednesday of every month in there, and it's a fiver a month, which is £1.25 a week. That's it. it. It costs you more than that to get a coffee from Starbucks. It's pretty much a loaf of bread a week or something. Anyway, that's enough of me doing my sales pitch. What we're going to look at now, one of the things about limiting beliefs and life scripts is that we formed our belief system the label that we put on ourselves and everything to do with our life script when we were really, really young, before the age of seven. I can't remember the decisions I made when I was younger. I just made them. But somewhere deep inside me is little Jackie of three, four, five, six-year-old that made all these decisions. And, you know, when I say these decisions, it's basic stuff that a child of that age would make. I'm not saying... You know, it's in-depth and there was an awful lot of thought and planning went around it because that's not what we do as children. It's, I want to be like that. I don't want to be like that. I'm not going to do that. I am going to do this. It's very black and white because, you know, as children, we haven't got the the wherewithal or the life experience to know that there's a grey bit in the middle. So when we get that unhelpful black and white thinking, we're probably in our child ego state. When we get that all or nothing thinking, when we generalise things, everybody hates me, I'm never going to get this. I always make this same mistake. Everything is bad. One, we're in our child ego state. That's where our you know, position is. But we're probably in our scripty stuff as well. So that, for me, again, like I said, just triggers my awareness. It's like, oh, yeah, we're having that thought again. What, what is that helpful to me right now? And if it's not, I'm not going to buy into it. I get that that's how I'm feeling, but that's because where my thoughts are. Labels, you know... <laughs> Everybody's got an initial for something. I'm an ex-foster carer and a lot of the kids came to us with diagnosis of something. ADHD, oppositional defiance disorder, so it was ODD or ADD or, you know, even just being a looked after child was a label. And we stick them on us and we kind of carry them around that this is who I am. Just be curious I know I use that word an awful lot, but just be curious about the labels that you put on you. What are your limiting beliefs? 
you know, do you class yourself as a people pleaser? Do you class yourself as successful or unsuccessful? Do you class yourself as anxious or an overthinker or a stressy head or a blonde bimbo or I don't know, whatever. Just be mindful of the amount of labels that you've got stuck on you and just be curious where they come from. Are they yours or has somebody else given you that label that you've picked up? Because we don't need to carry them around. If somebody sticks a label on us when we're growing up, we, we don't need to pick that up. And I think as families, we describe our children in certain ways. You know, I've done it myself. I've got three children and I pretty much have labelled each one of them for one thing or another. You know, ones that have, well, they were always a handful. So they've got that label of being a handful. You know, one's got one that, that never caused me any trouble. So they've got the never caused any trouble label. If I've given my child totally unintentional and for the right reasons a label, this is not about me taking all the responsibility for how my children decide to live their life, but I, I impacted on my children. So if I've kind of unconsciously labelled one of my children, never causes any trouble, just for a minute, just explore that and how does how is that going to pan out for them as an adult if they've got the label, never causes any trouble? What They're probably going to be a people pleaser. They're probably going to always stick to the rules. They're probably going to be quite you know, adaptable, as in not rock the boat, they're probably going to struggle if ever they need to step outside of that comfort zone and rock the boat a little bit. Because to be fair, sometimes we need to do that in life. We need to shake the box a little bit and see what falls out of it. That's where our limiting belief comes from. It's the parental slogans and the way that we've been brought up and the labels that we pick up along the way that become a an unconscious belief that we have we don't know we've got them until we try to break them or until we push the boundaries then we get an uncomfortable feeling so if my child that I've kind of unconsciously labeled the one that never causes any trouble feels like they need to shake the box a little bit you know maybe they're feeling like they're being taken for granted in work and their boss is expecting an awful lot of them and they want to kind of make a stand and say, actually, I think you're putting too much on me and I'm, I'm not prepared to do that anymore. That's going to feel so uncomfortable for them if they've got the never causes a problem label stuck on them and it's become part of their belief system. So I hope this is making sense. You know, all of this stuff is out of our awareness until we start to bring it up to the surface, until we start to be curious about, you know, when I'm out with my mates, why do I behave this way and they behave that way? I love being curious. I, I muse over so many things. Usually when I have a feeling, I'll not engage with the feeling, so to speak, but kind of look past it or over it and think, that's interesting. Why do I feel this way when somebody says that? Why do I feel this way when somebody does that? So I'm not externalising it as in it's their fault I feel this way. They've done this and they've made me feel this way. I get curious about why did I decide to 
to feel that way? Why did I decide to have those thoughts about it? What's that about? And, you know, 99.9999999 infinity, it's from something in my past. It's a decision that I've made in my past that I am choosing to live my life by today. And most of the time, it just doesn't fit in with who I am. Because the decisions I made and, you know, the, the life script that I wrote as a young child and the limiting beliefs and decisions that I made don't fit now because I'm not the five-year-old Jackie or the six-year-old Jackie or the seven-year-old Jackie. I'm the 50-odd-year-old Jackie that doesn't need to, to still be living by that label or those decisions that are made. And it's quite freeing when we understand that. You know, and I'm not talking about radically changing every area of your life, but if there's something that you feel is holding you back, if you've kind of got that that rope wrapped around you that's holding you back, you you don't need to keep pulling on it. You just need to undo it and let it go because you were the one that put it there in the first place. And that's that's empowering. It's enlightening and it's eye-opening when we actually, you know, start to understand that that's how all this works. So I'm going to leave that. We will be looking at the next podcast, the next couple of podcasts, really, about um, a little bit more about this, because I constantly talk about life scripts and decisions and all those sorts of things. But maybe looking a little bit more about, you know, frustration and overthinking and, OK, I know all of this stuff now. I've kind of absorbed it and I've got the idea and the understanding that it's my script and it's my limiting beliefs. But what do I do if I keep falling in the same hole? What do I do if I keep repeating the same patterns? Even though I know that's what's happening, what's the next step? What can I do about that? Um, so we'll be talking a little bit about that in the next couple of podcasts. Hope you can join me. Up until then, be curious, not critical. You know, and, and maybe one of the things that you can take away from this is to practice doing what you want to be if you want to be less anxious then be less anxious if you want to be successful then do successful if you want to be positive then do positive the only thing that's stopping it is your thought process your habitual behavior so whatever it is that you want to be do it if you want to be in a relationship, then do a relationship. That's how it works. And sometimes we'll mess up and sometimes we'll, we won't get it right. But that's OK, because practice makes perfect. And another one of my slogans and my labels that I'm quite happy to wear as a 50 odd year old woman is that I'm perfectly aware I'm not perfect. I'm imperfectly perfect. And that's OK with me. So enjoy the rest of your week and I'll catch up with you on the next podcast. Take care. Hey, thanks for listening to this episode of the Living Life Being Human podcast. Please follow on Apple Podcasts and leave me a review. And if you got value from this episode, please share it so that others can get value from it too. You can connect with me on Facebook, Instagram and YouTube at Jackie Jones Coaching. Or you can visit my website, jackiejones.co.uk and click on the free resources tab at the top of the page for all my free and paid support. Thanks for listening.